What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 145th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's going on, Wink? Hello there. I figured I would go with uh, a little bit of a reworked response to your typical intro. Um, (laughs) See what I did there? Yeah. Um, I did. I did. So uh, I I want people's opinion. Uh, Let me know in Discord and everything what you guys thought of the podcast last week, because that was one of the biggest requests we got in that feedback survey that we did was people wanted to hear... Uh, or wanted the sound boosted a little bit. So I think I found a way to boost the sound and get it to sound pretty good. So you guys let me know what you thought. Um, if that was good or too loud or whatever. Uh, here's here's a little uh, preview. Wake! Hey! <laughs> My voice is now boosted. Pretty great, huh? Yeah! You like it? No, that's not what you meant. No, no. Almost. You know, I moved away from the mic, hopefully not to blow everyone's ears out, but might have any. Yeah. Well, no, uh, that's how it goes. <laughs> oh, well. Um, they don't need ears to listen to the podcast. So, this, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think this will be the last week. I think next week will be the final week here in this lovely room. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know how echoey stuff's going to be here in a couple weeks. I'm going to no. figure something out. It's going to be a little sketchy. But, you know, I, I, I'm excited to get moved. But I'm wondering if you're excited about the draft. I am. Hopefully you're not moving during the draft. But I can say this, that uh, I am super stoked for this because... I have no idea. I live in Arizona and still have no idea what the Cardinals are going to do with the number one pick. Like I was almost convinced it was going to be Kyler Murray. And then I was unconvinced of that with all the, the schedule dropping in and Steve Kime talking about Josh Rose. I don't know. It's been completely crazy. So you seem to be uh, celebrating something over there. No, I was looking for something. Somewhat related to this. Oh. Ah, uh, don't have it set up. Let's see if I can find it. I, I, <laughs> I, I have something that I think I could play that really will tell you how I feel about this topic. The problem. Oh, I know what it's going to be. Yeah, the problem is I cannot find <laughs> it. You've on played the it before. Board. I have. I have. It's. 
I one of my think favorite. it's a marching band. It is. It would. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't find it. Oh well. Uh, Boomer sooner. Let's go, Kyler. Uh, yeah. We, that's what we I want. would actually be really excited for that. To be honest, back because to back years with the number, number one, one overall pick, pick at quarterback would be, would be for sure. amazing. Fingers so crossed. So I thought it would be fun to do this. Let's do a quick Star Wars draft. Top okay. three picks. Go Ooh. back and forth. Can't pick the same one. And I'll even let you have the number one pick. Is, is this Swaga or just characters? Characters in, in Star Wars. Yoda. Star Wars lore. I knew that was coming. Then mine is obviously General Kenobi. I figured it would be. Uh, so <laughs> naturally, next, I would have to go Darth Vader. Darth Vader. You see, now you start getting into the... Uh, well, I don't wait. really know who I'm going to pick. I Are we doing the snake style or alternating? Alternating. Just okay. like the real draft. Okay. So you got Vader Perfect. and Yoda. All right. I'll take, uh, I'll take Han Solo with my second pick. Oh, dang. That's a good one. Um, that is a really good one. So I guess I... You know what? I'm gonna go go a little bit different because I I kind of think as much as the movie wasn't that great, like the natural selection here here would be Luke, but I, I'm gonna switch things up, and I'm actually gonna go Qui Gon. I kind of think he's an underrated Jedi in the movies. I really thought you were gonna say uh, <laughs> Rose as a joke. <laughs> You're like, I really <laughs> didn't like the movie, but nice. I was like, nice. oh, God, here we go. He's going to pick her just because he's got the Zeta. <laughs> uh, to answer chat, Luke is definitely not one of my top three picks. As I like him, but he's not one of my favorite characters. So regardless of them being him being the main character of the movies and Mark Hamill being amazing, not my third pick. My third pick is actually, uh, let's see, hard to pick because there's two people that I would really like to pick here but i think i'm gonna have to make the duo complete and pick chewbacca because chewbacca That's is a good one. one of my favorite characters. that is such a good one so i'll take general kenobi all uh han solo and chewbacca those are my three. that's pretty good and i'm going with Josh. yoda vader and qui-gon i like qui-gon qui-gon was a cool character yeah. but he got the old bin treatment from the the original trilogy where it's like he's gone in the first movie. plus i mean it's liam neeson like has he ever not been yeah. a badass in a movie i mean hard, hard to go wrong yeah for sure um honorable mentions well i'll just say luke so that's a, a thing that's out there but uh, r2d2 i also would say r2d2 yeah. um anakin even I know people hate the prequels, but dude, Anakin episode was, three is really was, good. Like that is a good episode movie. three, and the fight between Kenobi yes, and Anakin good. is it's my really favorite good. part of Star Wars. Yeah, it's great fighting on Mustafar. I think it's Mustafar. Yep. But yeah, that fight. I could watch that fight forever, especially the ending. Oh, for sure. The uh, acting between uh, Ewan McGregor. Yep. It's awesome. So, Very good. Anyways, I thought that would be. Fun to throw that out there, but uh, I like it. We got some other. I think we have a few things. We might have a few things to talk about this week, maybe. Yeah, 
don't know. Maybe. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Well, we'll start off with a big, huge, frowny, sad face with the streaming tears and puddles of water because mm-hmm. I did not get Darth Malak. Um, I just, I wasn't, you know, willing to spend what I would have had to to get him. Um, all that gearing I discussed that I did last week really ended up biting me. Had I not done that, I would have got him for sure. So <laughs> we do we do a gearing episode on what's easy to gear right before That's you need terrible, to gear two characters that aren't even on the list. Oh, I know it was awful. Sorry, everyone. If anyone's in Wink's boat, yeah. Apology. <laughs> yeah, it, it was rough, but so I've got I got some really cool characters geared, and I have four Zetas sitting around. Have or had, however you want to look at it. So uh, this week, I also finished Sith Marauder, so I'm working on Aura Singh. She's the only character I've got left. i got 112 shards to go, and then Cantina Farms is all, uh, we call it, shard shop currency. But I don't know how I got so far ahead of you on that, to be honest. I almost never do Crazy. Cantina refreshes, and probably you know how, I know how I got mods. ahead of you, because mods yes. used to be Cantina Yep. Um, so, but I've been farming Kylo Ren and his ship for like a month and a half. I'm freaking jealous. Uh, Starting to get monotonous. I've been very tempted to start doing Cantina refreshes just to uh, speed up the process just because I'm ready to get it done and be out of the way with it because it's annoying. Um, So I gear 11 Ahsoka Tano, as we will discuss later. I also threw that new Zeta on her. Uh, which I will talk about later. Um, the other thing, Grand Arena. I won this last Grand Arena, but I took my RJT team. Uh, it was RJT, Rose, BB-8, uh, oh, Blue Hair, and the other chick from Episode 8. And I took them in against First Order team and just kind of, honestly, got kind of smashed. I... Uh, I took some characters out, but after reevaluating, I realized for sure Stormtrooper's awfully good. I hadn't realized how good he is on that team. And it, I mean, like, and I, I knew he was good. I just, I can't underestimate it. And I've got so much invested in my First Order team. I've decided to go ahead and gear First Order Stormtrooper. I'm working on getting him up. He should be gear 11 tomorrow. And then I'll probably Zeta him because his Zeta has, a, you know, he has like the 65% chance to counter. That's not Zeta. But his Zeta, anytime he uses an ability, he can call, he has a 50% chance to call in a First Order ally. And if you're hitting him, he's countering and calling in like First Order TIE Pilot or First Order Executioner, Crew, whatever. My goodness, like... That can be a lot of damage, so I'm going to set that up to really optimize my crew team because as a team I love using on defense in Grand Arena, I think this is going to be a a much better um, investment for Grand Arena than just continuing to use First Order Officer or gearing him up further just because he's so easy to take out. I think this will be a much, much better solution. So 
So what's your five then? So it'll be crew, Kylo, first order executioner, first order tie pilot, and stormtrooper. Why don't you want to use officer? Uh, because I think stormtrooper is just a lot better. He has the extra chances to. No, I mean instead of tie fighter pilot. No, most I... people take tie fighter pilot out and put. I I am going to drop officer actually. Well, I'm just saying if you decide you want options. Officer is one of the easiest people to gear in the games. Though. I've got to make gear 11, and that's who I currently use. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. I, He's actually who's currently sitting waiting for gear if I wasn't giving it to someone else at the moment. He's, so, I almost... I've almost got Officer to gear 12. He's good, but I, I think I like First Order Stormtrooper just a little bit better because of those chances to call in, especially whenever you're talking about First Order Executioner and First Order TIE, tie Fighter Pilot. That is a lot of damage you can do that's, you know, kind of unexpected that can pretty easily take out, help take out, uh, you know, health and protection and really mitigate the amount of points that the other team gets, even if they're using an RJT team, which is the obvious counter to that team. So that's my plan mm-hmm. for the next week. Um, the other thing was I rebuilt my arena team. 7,382,583 different times this week because, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I have no idea what to do with my bloody arena team. I've settled back on Darth Revan, uh, with HK, ba- uh, Bastila, uh, Sith Trooper, a yawn. And Darth Nihilus, and <laughs> you mean Yanni? Yanni, yeah. Um, good old Yanni. It's a really good team. I love it. I love Darth Nihilus on that team. Um, I focused a little bit more on speeding up, uh, uh, Basila Sean because uh, you know her being fast is much more important than Darth Nihil or sorry, uh, Darth Revan being fast. I can. I leave my Darth Revan fast just because there's only a couple Darth Revans that are that can be faster than mine. But my uh, my Basila Sean I think is probably the fastest in my arena. I I have some really good uh, speed mods, as you may know. Um, that's called a segue, because I mean <laughs> I hit where's oh there it is. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, that's that's the excitement horn. Dude. Um Woo <laughs> Super stoked. Dude. This actually I'm kind of a jealous. You dude. should be. So I was looking in the mod store, 3.9 million credits, crit damage set, diamond. I was like, eh, I guess. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Even though I only had six million credits, it basically broke me. Um, I was like, there's no way this is going to be worth it. Oh, boy, was I wrong. Um, 23 secondary speed. This was a great mod because it had uh, offense and crit chance as the other secondaries. So there wasn't a huge way for me to get screwed with this mod. And that's kind of <laughs> yeah. that, that's kind of the way my strategies changed with mods is I want two to three secondaries that I love on that mod before I buy it. This mod fell under that category. It ended up being okay. I just bought a mod because I've been jealous, and I'm going to see if it does anything. Ooh, 
This should be exciting. Live. All right, all right. So it's a defense. It's a diamond potency with the potency protection and speed as the secondaries. So it's a purple. All right. Let's see what happens. Protection hit three times, potency once, speed didn't even change. Nah. So that's how, pretty much why I get jealous, because that happens every time for me. Interesting. But it does have four speeds, so pretty stoked about that. Anyway, continue. Um, well, that's pretty <laughs> much it for me. So why don't you tell me what you did in Swaga? All right, so if you were around last... Saturday night, I think it was, you would have known that I live-streamed the Starforge event for Malik. On Friday, I'd finished the Dark Side version because I had all those guys geared up from the Darth Revan event. But uh, the Light Side, I didn't have them geared up, so I started working on gearing them up. I actually dropped a little bit of money on there. Actually, not even that much. I think it was like two of the $20 crystal packs or boxes, whatever you call them. So about 40 bucks. And I got them. I got uh mission and Zalbar to gear 11 with no extra pieces on there. And then I zated both of them to get them up over that 17 500 mark. And then uh, I was able to go into the event and I literally spent man, I spent, let's say, all 12 hours on that freaking event, literally all freaking day fighting Holy that thing. crap. Like, sitting on the couch, my kids playing outside, watching TV, making lunch with a, with a game going on the... T- I sat there and tried to beat this thing all freaking day, and finally I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do a live stream, see if people have any other tips and tricks that... I don't know about yet that they can share in the live chat and just see where we go. And uh, I went on for about an hour and 15 minutes on the light side before I was able to control the stacks on Malik and uh, start uh, whomping on him and ended up beating Heck him. So yeah. I did unlock Malik. Very nice. And uh, pretty he's pretty stoked about that. And over the past week, which reminds me now, I got more shards to buy. But over the past week, I've got him to 35 out of 100, and I have all the currency to get him to seven stars. So I'll be having, I'll be getting him to seven star in the next uh, two to three days, and uh, that'll pretty much drain my guild event currency, which I'm sure was the point. But uh, <laughs> Malik is Malik is proving that he's worth the investment, and if he's not, uh, they will make him. So <laughs> um, fair. I'm gonna keep fair. farming his shards. Yeah. So. There That's understandable. Go. But uh yeah, so I beat the event. I got Malik and I've been gearing him all week. Uh and by gearing him I mean I've been farming the new gear piece all week because yeah. I Yeah. It took me maybe a day and a half to get up to gear 8 and then that new piece hit. And I have been farming those 50 salvage so 100 salvage total for days now. I'm to the point now where I'm I only need about 25 more, so I'm like contemplating spending my arena crystals to buy the other 700 or buy the 700 dollars worth 700 dollars <laughs> 700 crystals worth to get 25 yeah. to finish gear nine to gear nine and then keep going because the next one you have is in gear 11 so i'd probably be able to get them up to gear 11 fairly quickly so nice. 
Yeah, that's where I'm at. But I've been stuck on freaking gear eight for a week. So I haven't really used him. I put him in my arena team a, a day or so ago once he got a new up magic update that uh, we'll talk about here in a little bit. But uh, um, yeah, I'm still gearing him. I also Zeta'd. I finally got another Zeta because Ooh. Mission and Zalbar stole my last two Zetas. I was down to nothing. Zeta poor for the first time in like a year and a half. I had none. Going from a month and a half ago, Dang. having seven of them, I'm now down to Holy zero. Crap. So I got 20. I spent it. I bought, I got the gnawing terror one, okay. uh, thinking it was the better of the two. Um, gnawing terror is the one that adds at the end of each turn, enemies who inflict damage over time on Darth Malak or critically hit him this turn are inflicted with fear for one turn, which can't be resisted or evaded. That's a So basically, good if you crit him... You get fear. That so. is a great Zeta. Once he gets to gear 11, that'll be a lot better off than it is now, because right now, if you crit him, there's a good chance he's either red or dead. So, but they'll still be feared. You'll get one out of it. Yeah. But right now, it's not doing too hot because of the the gear or gear level issue, but definitely think that was the best one out of the two. And so that's that's what I've been doing all week, pretty much, is I did the event, and now I've been working on him, and pretty much it normal farm and stuff tb grand arena which kind of sucked this week i haven't i haven't been number one for probably the last three or four and i could have got it this time except i got stuck on a team and it took me two attacks instead of one whereas he was able to i got him on two attacks on a team but he must have cleared it with more protection or something because i think i lost by 15 even though i cleared his team that so, sucks. I went two and one in Grand Arena, but I'll, I'm okay with it. Yeah, so. I uh, so I, I gotta give you credit because you were on board with this team early, but uh, the the Murder Bears they they tend to generally not every time, but oftentimes they are kind of my superstar in Grand Arena. I don't know how many times I'll go in and there will be one battle done, but there is. You know, there's no protection or anything gone from them. And um, I've been running my wicket at 280 with 80% crit chance. So, I mean, unless, mm-hmm. you, uh, unless you really pay attention or go in knowing how freaking fast he is, good luck. Because once I start going, I mean, it's just kind of an endless loop of death. But I am working on another, his final Gear 12 Plus piece. And I remodded him. My goal is to get Wicket to 297. I'd like to bump him up to 300. Um, that'll be my goal because, I mean, that would be... I mean, you, troopers are the general counter to that team. You'd have to have a you know, a pretty fast start. I don't feel like... A, oh, jeez. I don't think most people will invest that much speed in Stark to take out Murder Bears. So I think that's going to be my strategy there going forward. I don't have range trooper yet. I'm farming him he's now. Awesome. He's at six star, or he's at five star. I've almost got that six star. I know that will supercharge my troopers, but as a lot of them are also gear twelve, some are gear eleven, so they're not geared greatly. But whenever I hear someone say imperial troopers are the counter, I think to myself, my troopers can't shoot a fly off the wall. <laughs> so, good luck to everyone else. I'm sure you can do it. Mine do not. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. If they put murder bears out there, I'm I'm already looking at like, do I still have my CLS? Do I still have nice anything that's I have to waste so like big things on these guys. Yeah. So I'm I I almost always set my bears on defense and I can I can count on my one hand the amount of times they don't get two defenses yeah. because people just underestimate them. They do. And mine are all gear twelve with all the zetas. Whew. So mine are built for defense and it it shows yeah, the so I'm, i love that team so i only much. have wicket and chirpa at gear 12 but they both have a gear 12 plus piece on them and they are both modded quite well i mean my chirpa hits like a freight train and wickets you know fast and crits basically every attack so yeah he is he's he's yeah. awesome and, and well i don't know if you i remember if you zated him or not but wicket those crits yeah, all, I did. all the heals and stuff yeah, critting for the heels. I gotta love yep. it, especially the AOE he does all the time. I, I can't remember who it it's was great. talking with somebody that mentioned how much they like using the bears on offense, but I've never had great success with getting them all to finish at hundred percent health and protection. Even with the Zeta on Wicked, it's you know just a couple attacks. They're so good at mass attacking, but there's just not really enough fast recovery to really get them back up there. And, you know, for that reason, and because of the AOE and just how fast they do damage, I, I, they're a defensive team for me. But that makes sense. Um, yeah, they, I, I, last T dub, I didn't put them on defense for the first time in a long time, and I actually used them on offense. And I, I, I don't remember using them on offense and the offense. They're great at that too. It looked, it oh, looked from the yeah. outset, like I was just going to get rolled. And then the turn meter train started uh-huh. going. And despite the damage, once you start getting wicket, throwing out his damage along with pulling in Sherpa, it, it gets nasty. Oh yes, too. it does. I loved it. I love the, yep. I totally agree. Um, all right, so uh, next thing I kind of wanted to discuss was um, countering Malik in a way. This kind of related to what I was talking about, you know, just my arena team. And it's amazing the way Malik has forced me to really change my arena team. Um, it. I've been so focused on health primary mods and Malik directly counters that. Um, I'm not even going to talk about the <laughs> EP situation. I've obviously had to drop the EP. We'll get to that later. But um, as for just countering what Malik does, it is amazing the difference between just switching from a health primary to a protection primary. Um you know, we've been talking so much about health primaries with the Bastelshawn Fallen and Darth Revan. When Malik's introduced, because of that ability, it does 100% health damage. Uh, you know, that protection becomes so much more valuable. And it it's super important to survivability to obviously mitigate the amount of damage that Malik does. And... I mean, that has probably been the biggest difference that I've made is, you know, switching Darth Revan and Basla Fallen and HK 
all of them over to uh, be a little bit more protection-based. I need to do the same thing with Sith Trooper. I haven't finished modding him yet, but defense and protection for him. Minimize the health as much as possible. That way, when Malak does his thing, it's not quite as damaging to my team. Um, but that has been a total game changer as far as being able to beat the teams and survive. And that kind of, you know, it's kind of the same thing for whether you're using a Darth Revan team or you're using a Jedi Knight Revan team. Getting that health to be basically as low as possible is a great idea, which isn't something that we, uh, you know, typically will say. <laughs> Not usually on the show. Yeah. But things, things are, things are evolving always, so. Indeed. They used to be big. Now they're coming back. No one's ever really gone. So Very nice. Nice reference. <laughs> uh, so you have any thoughts on, um, you know, either modding Malik or kind of modding to counter Malik? You know, honestly, I haven't fought any Maliks yet. Um... I'm still kind of really? figuring out this team. Yeah. I, I I mean honestly I'm still fighting in the in the 10 to 30 range. I still have not figured out this team or maybe I just don't have the speed mods or maybe I don't have them set up, but I'm not Mirror matches are really screwing me. I mean, I have a hard time beating uh other Maliks right now or not Maliks, but other Darth Revens at the moment. So I got to do some soul searching on my arena team, but I've been focused on other things other than arena lately. So I've been content getting up into the top in the 10 to 20 range and taking that payout and yeah, not uh, banging my head against the wall. That's totally fair. If I were fighting out in the, uh, out in the outlands 50 plus, I'd probably be sweating it a lot more, but I can still, uh, get up there in the places where there's still good crystals that don't have me hating life. Yeah. So I do that. And there's not a lot of Darth Malaks in that range, probably because they're holding well. Yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah, that is definitely true. So we'll see. So uh, the next thing I want to talk about, I was kind of hoping this would bring a little bit of controversy. I'm not sure that it's going to like I initially thought, but uh, this kind of came from Reddit and uh, the Shattered Order Guild. We had a guild mate, and he posted this on Reddit. He was unbelievably frustrated, and I wanted to agree with my guild mate. I really did. I just, I couldn't. I just did not see eye to eye with this whole thing. So the situation was. Love, I'm going to bring up do the what? post. I'm bringing up the post oh, on sweet. the live stream. Perfect. All right. Very so nice. here's what happened. Grand Arena, round three, final round for all the marbles. He goes in, and the enemy sets one defensive team. Sets his fleet. It is Falcon Fleet, and set no other defenses. So, because he set a defense, he did set a defensive strategy. It did not auto-deploy his characters. 
because he did set something which then turned off the auto deploy, leaving broken. You think it's broken? Okay, continue. So he had no defenses of character, so those seven teams were empty, leaving our guildmate in a position to where he could not attack. All he could attack was the fleet. This also left his opponent with all of his offense to go through and wipe out his teams. And essentially his strategy was he has two good fleets. He has his Falcon and another fleet. So he was able to go beat our guildmate's fleet and wipe out all of his characters. But because our guildmate did not have a really good second fleet in order to take out the Falcon, he lost. Mm-hmm. Ouch. And so the frustrating, the, the thing he's so frustrated about is the fact that this is kind of against the spirit of the auto defense. The the idea that. That's no, so against the spirit of the mode. Everyone should have equal footing and he did not. Uh, th- that is correct. He had a huge advantage. All he had to do was take out one team and he automatically won. There would be no possible way for his opponent to win if. He took out the fleet. Except that he couldn't, so he should have had the chance to fight the people the same way that could. Uh, yeah, all he had to do was beat one team. It's such a risk. So if he has... A f- and it's such an RNG... And depending on what team you put on defense, it's such an RNG fest to whether you're going to beat ships or It's not. risky. So whether he had to beat one team... It, doesn't yeah, matter. but the same thing for the other guy. He's got his know. Falcon on defense. He's got to use a second-rate team to go try to take out your Falcon. I mean, I, I think it's a pretty good strategy. It's ballsy because, obviously, that fleet goes down, you're screwed. Um, but, it, it, you know, because mathematically, the way the points are, the, the number of points you get for setting a defense, you can't make up for with the offensive win. So his entire strategy is predicated on the fact that you will not beat his fleet. If you beat the fleet, you automatically win. That's it. Done. Um, if this is if this goes into Grand Arena tournaments and is still allowed, it will be broken, and the whole thing will be. It'll be questionable whether you can say, "Oh, I'm better than that guy," or "I am." You know, the whole idea of the mode is to say. Okay, I can beat all these people, but you didn't even set a defense. That's that, no, 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 no. This is where we strongly it's, disagree. He did set a defense. The the spirit yeah, of the, the auto defense. This is where no, there's no disagreement here. He did not set a defense. He set one team. The idea of this is that everyone gets the same amount of chances to win. He he had one chance to win against ships. That's it. Literally, the only thing he had. He didn't even have a chance at the same amount of points he did. Yeah, he he had a Here's chance at more points. And I don't know the math more of this. Points. Did he did he get the did he get the points for clearing that zone that didn't have anyone in it? Yes. Okay. So this guy cleared him and only beat him by 20 points. Okay. If he had set if he had set people in those spots the way that it should be, he would have beat him easily. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, there's no maybe about it. 
<laughs> he had his entire roster besides his defense ready to go for offense like he planned. I'm pretty sure that would have been the case. Either way, this is not the way the game mode is no, supposed I to be disagree. played. No, I disagree. This is, this this is exactly me, the way it's is, supposed to be played. The idea... It wasn't even played. There was nothing played because there was no defense. I disagree. That's not the way this thing is the supposed idea, to be played. To me, this is the exact no. same... This is the exact same as force quitting your app to not load turn meter. Yes, it's a strategy, mm -hmm. but it's not the way it's supposed to be played. Imagine we disagree on this because we disagree on that. It's uh -uh. the same thing. This is not the way that this is supposed to be played. This is supposed to auto-deploy if you don't put things, but because he put a ship, it didn't auto-deploy. So you're working around something that's not working okay, the way so it's supposed to be. Congratulations. I hope you feel good All right, about so your win. Great strategy. You're a winner in the Grand Arena, and everyone you know is going to pat you on the back for your amazing play. We, we I mean, strongly okay, disagree. We strongly, strongly disagree on this. You're Here's cool the question. Guy. How do you fix it? What is your solution to fixing this? Auto-deploy characters, even if they only deploy one ship. Or if you deploy one fleet, one set of characters in a place that requires five, auto-deploy the other five. That's the only way this works. That's okay. It's supposed to be. So if you, if you accidentally forget to set a team, the game should take your top five and remaining characters should, and put them in a yes, garbage because, team? No, you're not forced so to set the other a defense. Guy took the time to make his team. The other guy took his time to set his teams. And just because you couldn't find the time, he should suffer for that because of this stupid bullcrap uh, strategy. It is a no, strategy. Is it is. He, se he set a defensive strategy. It's not like he didn't set a defense. He did. He set a defensive strategy. Yes, which currently works in the game. It I strongly disagree. I think it should stay in the game. And... No. It's characters <laughs> and ships. If I lose because I can't beat ships, which I don't care about, I'm going to be pissed. That's stupid. Save your Falcon for offense. I, I mean... Nope. Nope. I... <laughs> All right. Sorry. If, if All right. Then get ships out of freaking Grand Arena then. Yeah. They're worthless no. anyway. If this is what's going to happen with them, it's worthless. I, Get them out of there. I, I think it's stupid. awesome. I think it was a great strategy. Absolutely brilliant. Although ballsy and risky as hell, because like I said, if that ship fleet goes down, you cannot win. You t he is taking taking it completely out of his out of his hands and banking on winning there. So, I mean, whew, it's it's risky, but I like it. At this point, I'm glad your internet's breaking up. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Yeah, my internet's terrible, we know. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I, I love the strategy. I think it's awesome. I think it should stay. I think if you set a defensive strategy, if you go through the effort of setting up a defense, it should not auto-deploy no matter what because you're clear, you clearly Yes, know. it should. Your team should be full every battle. There is no chance that this should be allowed to happen. The ever. only thing I will, if they were to change this. This should not happen. It's ridiculous. I, I will say this. If, the, I think there is only one acceptable change, which I still would not like. The only way to acceptably change this is if you do set up auto-deploy defense, 
is not by your most powerful character, but by your least powerful powerful characters. You set teams based on your least powerful characters going up for not saying a defense, but even that I think is completely and totally stupid. I can deal with that. We can agree on that. That's totally fine. But there ha- there needs to be defense every time. If someone does not put something, it needs to yeah, auto. I don't agree, but I I I don't know why you should why if you want to wait, you want to kill this mode, continue to let this happen because all the people that don't agree with you will not want to play. Dude, you're giving them. up points. And I'm get- willing to bet that that percentage is way higher. Why do you than want you? the game to give them free points? You like it? You're li- that's what it would be. If you set up auto defense in a situation like that, you are literally giving the person free points. Why would you want to do that? Right. So set your freaking defense. I mean, like, duh. Yep. We, all right. We do not agree on this topic. Big surprise. Um, and what, well, you knew we wouldn't, and that's why you put it in here. So I suspected. Yes. Um, all right, let's go ahead and move on to this. Strong with us. This update is young Padawans. All right, it's time to talk about the update because there was some pretty exciting stuff this week besides me learning about a really amazing new Grand Arena strategy. And those were, they did some touch-ups to your your boy and my boy, Gerald Kenobi and Jedi Knight Anakin, um, and then just completely reworked Sokotano. Uh, They are Galactic Republic, the synergy is based around Galactic Republic. What are your thoughts overall on these three reworks? Uh, I Some of them are underwhelming. Some are amazing. And I don't think that this is a standalone thing. I think this is setting up something bigger. Because obviously these Grand or Galactic Republic synergies don't really have a huge flow right now. But I think that they're kind of something that's been put in that's kind of foreshadowing yeah. maybe. Because obviously Galactic Republic needs help to be a synergistic faction. But if you look at what's been added to them, you can see that uh, there's not a... I mean, it's not enough on the just these three characters to make them amazing yeah. together. You know what I mean? Now, I really like the Ahsoka rework. I think awesome. it's really cool, though some people have reported they feel like the basic damage was reduced, like almost halved by what they've seen. I don't know that that's the case because they had to change stats. But uh, overall, that kit rework looks yeah. really good. Uh, Anakin will we'll have a nice... We'll have a nice yeah, conversation about Anakin, but uh, his looks really good. And I, I just, I can't even remember what Kenobi's really is because it's just been so yeah. inconsequential so far. So, so uh, how much yeah. have you, how much have you played with these characters since the rework and have you invested any additional gear or anything into them? Uh, have you Say in, that again? Uh, like, how much have you used these three characters since our rework? The synergy. Have you invested any gear into them? Well, I have Anakin Gear Twelve because of the Jedi Knight or 
Jedi, yeah, Jedi Knight quest. So he's already been at gear 12. Kenobi's been gear 12 since he had legs. And my Ahsoka is, is just pitiful. So I haven't put anything into her yet. Um, like I said, I've been putting all my gear into Malik. So right now I haven't done anything with any of them besides what they had. But I did try to play around with... Uh, I did try to play around with Anakin in arena just for fun. Uh, it did not go well, despite putting what I thought were the mods I needed to on him under Jedi Knight Revan. Eh, did not work the way I wanted it to. So I don't know that the... Once you figure it out, might it might be more of an issue, but I don't know how big of an issue he really is, despite the fact that he can do some really cool things with his new kit. So, I don't know. I played yep. with Anakin. He's really cool. I like the fact that he doesn't expose himself anymore. Giggle. Um, that was always a weird thing. The risk reward in his kit. That's more like, why do I want to use a guy that's going <laughs> to put expose on himself? But taking that out, making the offense Woo! automatic and not a chance. I, I have been advocating for him. that change really, really for good. literally years at this point. I mean, whenever we, fr- within the first couple months of us starting this podcast, he was part of my theory crafting on the the turn order team that I built because of his offense up, and he was amazing for it. And I got to be honest, I'm kind of tempted to rebuild that team for Grand Arena because I think it would actually work really well with him. I am super tempted. Uh, Jedi Knight Who's Anakin. That again? So setting... Okay, I keep chat looking at chat and looking at you and i cannot do two things so jenna anakin uh, with so who now think about resetting up like uh so maybe lando lead with stormtrooper han jedi knight anakin um i'm not sure if i'm gonna if i'd be able to fit old ben in there uh i think i would and admiral Akbar. so set it up Stormtrooper Han the fastest, and then set it up to where it goes in order. Uh, Old Ben to remove the turn meter, then Jedi Knight Anakin's AOE, then, um, what's his name, Admiral Akbar, then Lando doing the back-to-back AOE with offense up. That would be, you know, three extremely strong AOE uh, attacks right in a row. Uh, the only way to stop it would basically be going before Stormtrooper Han, and mm, I think that would be really fun. I may do that. So I'm trying to figure out what to do with Jedi Knight Anakin. We'll talk about that in a second, I guess. But um, I, I've been messing around, around with these three characters, some in territory battles, and you know, a little bit just uh galactic war just a few other places and such uh these three together are absolutely awesome ahsoka tano mine is gear 11 uh i think she only has one piece in gear 11 she has the zeta and my god she attacks a lot um her special so you know does additional damage for uh well does it attacks once and then if either Kenobi or Anakin is there, it attacks second time. And if the other of those two is there, it attacks a third time. So you're basically triple attacking on that special. 
And even with her at gear 11, uh, I mean, I'm getting, you know, 35,000 on each attack. So 105,000 total damage off that special. She, I mean, she is just bloody nasty. It is super awesome. I cannot wait to get her to gear 12. I, you know what? I'm going to go look because I'm really curious where she falls on the gearing list. Ooh, that's a really good question. Because I would love to have her at gear 12 unless she's ranked like 150. So then it would wait. But I feel like, like I said at the top here, that this is all moving into something bigger with all this Clone Wars stuff coming up. That it would be nice to start working on her to get her into a place where she's ready to go uh, if that does happen. Uh, 66. She's ranked 66. Okay, that's not too bad. Out of 171. So, not bad. Um, so, I, I've seen a lot of people, even in the live chat right now, we have a lot of people talking about how difficult she is to gear and how bad her gear 11 is. I'll be honest. I... I, I kind of want to figure out the cost on her gear because it seems like a lot, but it's inexpensive stuff for the most part. Uh, there is, I mean, she does require three of the golden eyeballs and two stun guns and a set of stun cuffs in gear 11. But the golden eyeballs are relatively cheap. It's the best bargain for crystals. You you know, as far as buying gear, buying those and the Mark V thermals, those are the two best bargains as far as spending crystals to buy gear. And, you know, with them being such a good bargain, I mean, I, I it, it, it is a lot of crystals to invest, but um, it's not really all that bad. I've seen far, far worse. So I, I don't really... You know, I'm kind of thinking about going going all the way after I finish my Stormtrooper and um, get her ready. So someone asked in the chat uh, for the other ranks of the other two. Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight Anakin is 86 okay. and General Kenobi is 158. So she's... Listed as the easiest of the three to gear out of the okay. the three. Now, thinking about that, like you said with gear 11, some of these rankings have people higher, and then when you get to gear 11, they're just really hard, but you got to throw the whole picture into perspective. Like, it might take you longer to get from gear 11 to gear 12, but getting to that gear 11, you know, yeah. definitely easily usable at gear 11, whether or not it's hard to get to gear 12. So um, I'd say Kenobi... I know for sure Kenobi was super obnoxious when I geared him. But what does he have? Like 450 yeah. Carbontes? But he's worth like it. That? You have to. Yeah, it's not. I mean, so. he's just, he's amazing. Oh, so. well, yeah. I'm not, not saying it's not. No, I'm I know. just saying, I, think about some other people yeah. and the, uh, the gear you've thrown into them over time. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. Well, um... Yeah, you want to just you want to go over some of these kits that we saw, what the actual reworks were. Uh, yeah, we can uh go through those and then talk about how it affects them and uh kind of just what we're gonna do with them going forward. Who you? Who you want to talk about specifically first? 
I have Kenobi up on our screen. Okay. We can talk to the few small changes that he got. Alrighty, let's do it. So... Oh, it looked like you were hitting the soundboard for something. Oh, no. I was like, oh, I'll no, wait. I was pulling up the... Uh, <laughs> All right. Pulling his... So, General Kenobi. Okay, well, he had a change to his special one, his special two, and his unique Sorisu. So, the only change to the negotiator, if you don't know which one that is, that's the one that is the cleanse for your team that grants opposite buffs. Um, it sh- that changed to changing the buffs to two turns. I think if that's th- if if I'm thinking critically about why that now says if any two turns, it must have been one turn before. Is that true? That's my assumption. I planned on looking at this, and I it totally skipped my mind, and I didn't. But um, yeah, I- that's I don't know where I would go to look for the old kit, so I can't really tell. But I would think that it would be pushing it to be last longer than last time if you're you know retouching the kit so yeah it's now two turns whether it was one or three before i'm not sure but i think it was one so now it lasts two turns all allies that were not debuffed gain retribution for two turns and general kenobi gains 60 percent turn meter again i don't know what the original turn meter was I on that do you believe it was 40 percent so okay it's a decent bump. i figured it was a jump Yep. But I wasn't completely sure. So not huge, but definitely noticeable. It'll make a difference as far as, you know, him doing that and then, you know, getting around to his next special. Certainly helps. Yes. So the second special, which everybody loves, it's the uh the uh multi attack that he calls everyone in for uh deal physical damage to target enemy and grant a random other ally offense up for two turns, call all other buffed allies to assist dealing 30 percent less damage and here's the new part jedi knight anakin and ahsoka tano are not affected by the damage penalty so that 30 percent does not drop off of their attacks interesting which is pretty great yes. um once we read through ahsoka's kit you'll notice that she doesn't get the damage penalty and she's also going to attack twice yes, so which is Awesome. You're going to get double turns out of her. Yep. Yeah, for sure. All right, so someone said it was two turns and remains two turns. So I guess the if any part was the part that was added. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. All righty. And then we'll move on to his unique Sorisu final text. This is the one that was given a Zeta. Uh, this is the original part to it. At the end of the turn... General Kenobi has 65% chance to gain foresight for two turns. Whenever another ally is critically hit, if Kenobi is alive, they gain crit hit immunity for one turn, and Kenobi taunts for one turn. Added now. Also, he has a Zeta on this ability now. What was added to it, and this is the part that makes me think, what does this really do? If all allies are Galactic Republic, General Kenobi taunts for one turn, Whenever a Galactic Republic ally loses any protection up. Protection up. Who really does protection up on a Galactic Republic team right now? Well, right now, Ahsoka Tano and Jedi Knight Anakin. And that was added, correct? That was added, indeed. We'll see. But, but I mean, it seems like there's some kind of synergy to protection up being made out of Galactic Republic 
allies. Yes. Just based on that from General Kenobi. So I'm interested to see where that goes, whether it's simply done for his synergy with Ahsoka and Jedi Knight Anakin, or it means something bigger, because I do believe it was said... I do think when they were talking about clones in the... or Clone Wars in the road ahead, they talked about certain other Jedi also getting uh, love throughout this that were Galactic Republic, but I can't remember if that was uh, in the road ahead or on Reddit or something. I have a couple theories about what they're doing here. Oh, I love to hear them. Uh, We'll get there in a second. We'll go ahead and jump to Anakin. Okay. Um, so it highlighted in green, they have the, uh, his basic ability with an 80% chance to inflict healing immunity and buff immunity. Um, I, I think they literally just added the word immunity after healing. And I, I'm not sure what they changed as far as the percentage. I thought it was 80 previously. Maybe it was a bump up. Um, I am, I'm not for sure. Uh, so. Well, they definitely had healing immunity before, but they added yes. the buff immunity, right? Or no, it no. was buff immunity and they. No, I think he had healing. See, that's what's and... confusing here because he didn't. They oh, he literally. Did that's right. Yeah. Yeah. They literally know. added the word immunity just to make it, you know, separated out so that it's more clear. Uh, Voss Landex mm. says that it was 70%. I was kind of thinking it might be that, but I wasn't for sure. Um, but that does sound right. So basically a 10% boost in the ability to inflict those debuffs. They changed the name of his first special to Overpowering Assault. And this one, this is the, well, this is one of the big changes. Uh, deal physical damage all enemies and grant all allies offense up and crit chance up for two turns for each enemy critically hit grant protection up 10% stacking to each galactic republic ally for one turn this attack cannot be evaded so foresight does not affect this anymore because uh, before it was based on the number of critical hits translating into the percentage chance of giving offense up Offense up and crit chance up are guaranteed now. The attack cannot be evaded, and not only that, but he gives protection up now based on the number of critical hits. So they kind of kept that, you know, something that happens for the number of critical hits on this AoE, but they just changed it to protection up, which obviously synergizes with what we were just talking about as far as triggering General Kenobi's uh, taunt. Um, yeah, it's, if you didn't, if you didn't see that this ability also got a new animation, and it is pretty sweet. Yes, I don't it know did. if you've seen it yet, but he has a new stance too. Um. Yes, he's got a lot of little things that weren't mentioned with the rework, but also came with the rework. So it's 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 pretty cool. Uh, yep. I love getting little things that you don't expect in these reworks um like sometimes it's new pictures of the character new animations you know all those little things that they do it's it's new stances it's pretty cool that they added those things with this but uh i think the huge thing 
not the huge thing. The first huge thing I saw when I read this this new special was the fact that it's now not based on if he crits or not, whether he's going to Im- expose himself, which was a huge annoying yeah, thing. Yeah, that's with the other before. big thing. Mm-hmm. Along with the fact that that offense up isn't on a percentage chance to be granted. It's just, here's offense up now, which used to be a huge problem. Not a huge problem, but a problem with running him in checks mix when it was the new pretty. Um, I didn't even think about it's that. It's like everyone yes. was like, okay, Excellent well, you point. could put you could put Anakin in, in there as the offense up giver, but you're going to have infinitely more turns you're going to have to try to make this work because he doesn't give offense up every time. So if you do have him yep. geared and you don't have to gear POW now because you can use Anakin. So that is one way you can get offense up for the checks mix now if you're still running it that way and without uh, Chewbacca. So And you don't yeah, have to worry about you, you can focus, like if you're using him in checks mix team, you can focus on offense rather than crit chance. Um which mm-hmm. actually makes him you can even, add more to his offense that than much about. more effective. Yes, exactly. Yep. So he's he's super awesome. He's going to be even better for checks mix now with this change for sure. And then you add in all the extra stuff with the uh, crit hits and protection up. Whether or not crit crit hit or critical chance is something you want to give him uh, as we see more of these three working together to make that work. Uh, we'll see, but. It's definitely nice that this is for sure. You're not going to expose him. You know, I really like the change to this ability, like, a lot. It's really good. So the other big thing that has helped stir up some controversy is his unique ability, Righteous Fury. Uh, Now, whenever another ally falls below 50% health or is defeated, Anakin, instead of gaining 100% turn meter, now takes a bonus turn. So that this is not affected or prevented by things like Stagger and Shock. Um, And his next attack deals not 75% more, but 100% more damage. So he basically does double damage whenever he gets to take this bonus turn. I love this. It is absolutely awesome. Yeah. Uh, The the bonus turn aspect of it is huge. He does. I, you know, I, when I gear 12 him for the Jedi Knight quest, I was kind of upset I had to do it. I was glad I had another Jedi to use in Jedi in my secondary Jedi team because he's always been decent at damage, but he's just one of those guys where he was one of those guys where if you're using him, there's a good chance you're hurting yourself if you don't have a good chance on him because he's just going to make it easier for them to kill him. But he did, always did good debuffs on his basic. Um, he's always been a decent character, yeah. just not at the top of the Jedi. Um, this definitely puts him right up there now with the way all this works together. I'm loving it. I love this. Uh, and this isn't even considered a rework. They call this a retouch. So we know he got reworked before when he learned when he got the uh, the special with the exposes and the chances for offense. But uh, this was a retouch, and the retouch, I think, wound up uh, working with that rework to make him what a lot of people probably expected from the last rework. So, so yeah, it's pretty, but there is one thing missing. Yeah. Um, 
They retouched Kenobi, gave him a Zeta. They reworked Ahsoka, gave her a Zeta. They retouched Jedi Nianakin, no Zeta. I have a theory. Yeah? What you got? Well, what great Galactic Republic leader ability is there that just really brings the team together? There's not one. I suspect Anakin has a leader ability change, a Zeta coming soon, and that will be the ability that ties these three together in addition to a lot of these other Jedi. Maybe Jar Jar. That would not surprise me. (laughs) But a lot of these other other Jedi, Ithkoth and others that just don't really have a place, this would be the I got a time gear eleven ETH Koth. Bring it on. Let's go. Yeah. I, my gear eleven ETH Koth will be like my Ewoks. Maybe e, my e, gear eleven ETH Koth will actually do something for me in the near future. That would be that would make me smile. Yep. Be great. He's awesome. But um but. I do I mean I can't wait for all this. I can't work wait for Clone Wars stuff. I love Clone the the cartoon. These guys are awesome. You've got the whole prequel series along with the cartoons. There's just so much they can do. Um, I don't suppose we'll ever see Watto in the game, but man, that would be. I, I have never game. thought about adding him to the game. He's one of the. I mean, for <laughs> a pretty fairly major character, I have never even thought about him entering this game. That's interesting. Right, I mean, there's so many. There's so many characters from the Clone Wars and the Clone Wars cartoon, and all the prequels that could come to this game. It's crazy to think about if they are working on Clone Wars stuff that it will. Uh, what could come? What will happen with uh, possible reworks and such? I don't know, man. I'm still saying I really want those my Gear Eleven clones to be better than they are, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, had a point that I totally just lost. Um, so <laughs> playing in chat again, like me. I, I mean, I would. I mean, these this Clone Wars era, I think, gives a lot of potential. Um, something that they mentioned in the Road Ahead post was, and you know the Darth Malak event caught everybody off guard because they're talking about new events that they're going to be bringing. And, you know, there've been some comments floating around this week about how they, you know, I I guess ways to bring characters, new, new ways of bringing characters into the game, but also they don't want it to be quite so easy for everybody to get them. Because, like me and you, there are characters that we still don't even have gear that have been here forever. So, what if the next logical solution is, say, a... Because uh, we've always been predicting a Jedi Knight Anakin or an Anakin fall, like a dark side Anakin type event or something. What if they use some the, of these... What did we call it? The uh, hero, Hero's Fall or something like that? Yeah, villains it. fall, hero. I, I don't know. Uh, whatever you want to call it. I don't remember. Um, if we see something like that where maybe there's like, say, uh, 
a, a 15,000 galactic power limit where you need five of these Galactic Republic Jedi to go beat one of these mythic events to get the fallen Jedi Knight, or he wouldn't be a Jedi then, but a dark side Anakin. <laughs> what is it? Do you have red or yellow eyes? I can't remember. Um, I think I'd really yeah, like for his name just to be yellow eyes, Anakin, red eyes, Anakin. yellow eyes. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, so no, I still I think mean, order six, six Anakin is an awesome name. Order that. I don't I know, think man. It's interesting the that learn. there's. Yeah, I think that would make the most sense. I think it's it's interesting for sure that that two of them and not a third got a Zeta. So. But uh, it's what what let's go on and talk about Ahsoka, because I'm curious. I can't oh, even remember yeah. what the Zeta was, whether that was the double attacks or not. I can't remember. So bring up Ahsoka's kit here. The re this is the rework, not the retouch. I don't know the re- total reason between the two different names, but besides the fact that Ahsoka's got a lot of green and the other two didn't, so yeah, uh, no Ahsoka starts with the basic called Focus Slash. That's a new name. Uh, final text. Uh, the only thing she has from her original basic is deal physical damage to the target. So that didn't change. It's not. A sp- it's not special now. I guess that's the only difference there, but. And dispel all buffs on them. So she's now dispels on basic, much like Nihilus, who we've always raved about, Sunfock, who he's also raved about back in the day. R2 D2 basic. Kinda has something similar. Okay. Yeah, there's not a lot of them, so this is definitely a huge uh buff to her basic. But there's not that's not even where it ends. On a critical hit. Dispel all debuffs on Ahsoka and another random Galactic Republic ally. So now she's got a way to, uh, you know, dispel on her basic as well as cleanse herself and someone else if she crits. So having crit chance on her might end up being, at least having a decent amount, very important. This attack can't be evaded if the target has foresight. That's, That's a new new thing to do there with the foresight but yeah especially on a basic, I like this basic. Uh, not a lot of basics completely ignore foresight but yeah uh kind of like what i was saying you know the r2d2 thing that he has was a critical hit and you cleanse yourself so she has this cleanse herself and someone else the only problem is she does have to use her basic for that to happen um so I, I think that alone, there's an argument for putting some tenacity on her so that she can counter, which she will generally have with Gerald Kenobi on that team, because uh, you'll want her to be able to cleanse herself and somebody else be able to called in to be able to be called in for assist. You don't want her to get dazed or something like that. So, um. but not to jump ahead, but on to your point about her, you needing her to her to have her use her basic to do this. Uh, I guess I am jumping ahead, but down once we get down to her uniques, you'll see that there's a very easy way to start getting her to use that basic. Yeah, there if is. Galactic Republic allies are using their specials. She's mm-hmm. coming in and using that, that basic and doing all of this stuff. So this yes. is probably going to be happening quite often, which makes the basic even better 
because of the fact that it is going to be used so often. So it's a really good basic. And then throwing in the fact that she's going to be called in to assist often enough to make this happen is it just makes it even stronger. And so you move on to her second special uh, protective maneuver three turn cooldown. Uh, She still deals physical damage to the target enemy, but the new stuff is this. If Jedi Knight Anakin or General Kenobi is an ally, deal damage again. If both are allies, deal damage a third time. If the ally leader is Galactic Republic, this attack deals 50% more damage. If all all allies recover 20% health and all Galactic Republic allies gain protection up 20% for one turn. So another way to gain protection up Yep. Looking back into uh, Kenobi's uh, new unique. Uh, three attacks on this special, which this special has always done decent damage. Uh, now to do it three times is pretty huge, especially if it's under a Galactic Republic leader. And like you said, there isn't really a great one right now. So maybe we'll see one that makes this even better. But mm-hmm. there's that. So three attacks, 50% more damage giving everyone health and protection up, which goes into Kenobi's unique. It's, this is a really nice change for this, I think. Something else I think is really cool. So this is obviously not the only Ahsoka in the game. We have Ahsoka Tana Fulcrum, and she kind of has a similar ability in which she has a special in which the number of attacks, it's a multi, multi-attack multi ability, and the number of attacks that she does is based on some determining factor. Ahsoka Tana Fulcrum, it's the number of buffs on her. And for this Ahsoka, it is the uh, the presence of Anakin and Joan Kenobi, which I think is really cool. It, you know, allows a little bit of strategy to maximize the ability. And, you know, the, uh, uh, the 50% more damage for a Galactic Republic ally is also a really nice bonus. For sure. The leader, Quick Steps, did not change. She did not lose her Night Sister alliance there, which has always just been pretty funny to me. But Jedi Night Sister allies have 14% evasion and gain 20% turn meter whenever they evade. That is still the same as it's always been. Yep. It's hilarious to me because she's almost like a mini um, Kenobi with that leadership. I don't know what the evasion given by Kenobi is. Or the turn meter given by Kenobi. But I'm kind of curious now. I'm going to have to look it up. But yeah. You know what would be unbelievably irritating? I just now started thinking about this. Like an Ahsoka lead that has, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Dead Eye Night Anakin. So she has the crit immunity. She would have 34% evasion. Um. <laughs> And gain 20% turn meter when she evades. So, I mean, a third of the time when you attack her, you're giving her a turn meter. Um, that would be kind of interesting. Um, I'm not sure if there's much there. because there, there are better leaders, but sounds like it would Put be it annoying to deal with. in your grand arena. I want to see it. I may Let us know it. how it goes. We'll do. Um, I'm curious. Hey, well, I'm always down to test weird teams. We're, we're going to talk about uh, comps for these characters in a second. But first, we want to talk about this ridiculous Zeta. Okay, here's the, here's the breakdown compared to Kenobi's leadership. Kenobi's leadership is all allies gain 15% evasion, so one more percent evasion, 
and gain 30% turn meter whenever they evade an attack. So he gives 10% more turn meter. So a big chunk better there, but it's it's she's definitely a mini Kenobi lead as far yeah. as Jedi's go. Kenobi obviously does it for all allies, but under That's a Kenobi a under yeah. a Jedi team might be an interesting attempt with the with a few of your leftover uh here's an important factor though uh if you went with old ben you you would not have a galactic republic leader ability therefore she would not be getting called in on assists and she would not be getting that 50 percent damage bonus on special so that would be one advantage of going with her if you want to try an evasion team like that so um, so what we're doing right now is coming up with teams we should have like five months ago for her because this is the old leadership so we should probably move on to the actual new stuff but the, it's it's i've never really thought about the fact that she's basically a mini kenobi yeah it makes me laugh well but i mean but now for the real meat and potatoes you I, can still use it it's not changing so i mean if you no, have these characters and especially yes. if you're a newer player it might be worth something to try for sure for sure but uh I think what you said there is the key. She's not going to get get the most out of her kit anymore if she's sitting in the leader spot. So there's that. Uh, unique Daring Padawan. Final text with a Zeta. Ahsoka has plus 40% max health, plus 10% evasion, plus 10% crit chance. So that already helps uh, with her um, basic. And 25% or 25 speed. These values are doubled while she has crit hit immunity, which she can gain from Kenobi. So I know she got some of these bonuses before. I'm not exactly sure what the numbers were. Um, I do believe they were doubled while she had crit hit immunity. I'm not sure if this was just a rephrasing and clarification on that, or if these numbers were actually increased. If anyone in the live chat knows, let us know. Um, but, uh, so the they're good numbers, they are good numbers. Um, oh, so here's more of the crit, here's more of the crit hit without even Kenobi present. But if Jedi Knight Anakin is an ally, Ahsoka gains crit hit immunity for two turns at the start of each encounter and whenever she uses a special ability. So despite Kenobi, she has a way built into her kit when Anakin is there to gain that crit hit immunity at the beginning of a battle. And or sorry, at the start of each encounter, which I believe uh, you can tell me if you think I'm right or wrong on this start of encounter, meaning if you were using her in TB, every time you went to the next phase, she would get it again, right? Yes. That's an encounter. Yes, I do. Each phase so. is an encounter. Yes. I think so. She's going to get crit hit immunity at the beginning of each encounter and whenever she uses a special uh she has one special so every three turns you're gonna get this but definitely interesting to add on to the um all the double bonuses she gets from crit hit immunity there are two ways now if kenobi's there and if anakin's there for her to get that to keep those numbers up and then also the last one here that we were kind of talking about earlier that makes that basic even more awesome. If the ally leader is Galactic Republic, Ahsoka is called to assist whenever another Galactic Republic ally uses a special ability. So, 
You got a Galactic Republic person in the leader spot. She is going to assist every time a Galactic Republic ally uses their special ability. Yes. So all those cleanses, all those debuffs are going to happen often and quick, especially when uh, you got characters in there that have a lot of, or to have a couple specials, yep. like uh, R2-D2, for example, is one. General Kenobi, another. And I do believe C-3PO is even Galactic Republic. Yes, he is. Right? Him and R2-D2 I mean, are as well. He spans just as many as R2-D2, I believe. Yeah, um, so... This is. Let's just look. I'm gonna go look at Galactic. This Republic. is the ability I'm that just how that really makes her interesting. I mean, because that last part's the Zeta ability. The uh, you know the being called into assist where they use a special ability, and getting her to call in and use that basic that often. Obviously, the more Galactic Republic you have, the more specials you're gonna have for her to get called in. Um, but I don't know if there's a good way to... I don't think there's anyone that has kind of an endless loop on a special ability. Uh, I say endless loop, but like a really short cooldown. Um, so I, you almost kind of have to use them multiple characters together. But one thing I do like is the fact that one of the greatest leaders in this entire game is Galactic Republic, and that is Rex. Um, I was about to say, Rex? There's... You didn't have to talk for very long besides greatest leaders in the game, and I knew exactly what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a good... It's such a good ability, uh, leader ability, and, I mean... He gives tenacity up, she gets called. He uses special, He get, she gets called. Um, th- that's also more turn meter to the entire team. That That is definitely a team that I think could be very frustrating to deal with. Um, I just had a terrible thought. What? Please don't, please don't change Rex's leader ability with this, these rework. Unless you improve it. Just always leave it what it was. Or... Actually, unless it's improved, please. Actually, don't I don't know. Rex. I don't know if I wanted to improve because right now it's it's borderline usable. If it were improved, it'd be even more ridiculous. It, it's always borderline <laughs> usable. It's it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's it's as long as it stays what it is, I will be happy. If it gets a little better, that's cool too. But man, I couldn't imagine like it changing at this point because it's just I just use it so much. My buddy team of of Rex and Wampa would be very sad. Yeah. Would be very, very sad. So, but yeah. uh, the one issue here is, so she does get called in to use her basic ability. The problem is her basic ability does decent damage, but it's not super great. Um, like I said, mine's gear 11, one extra piece, the piece that adds speed, doesn't add any additional damage. And this is with three offense primaries, crit damage, set crit damage, primary. And she's around 14,000 on a basic. Um, it's pretty good. Um, but it's not... I mean, I don't think it's one of those situations that I'm going to be going out of my way to necessarily ensure that 
the entire team is a Galactic Republic because the one extra assist from Ahsoka may make a difference. You know, it's going to be more about team synergy and fitting a good team together. Uh, fortunately, I think that, I think there are enough Galactic Republic characters that, you know, you can build a pretty good team with her. Um, but uh, I, I do, I, I love... Oh yeah, there's. I love this ability. Love it. Yep, it'll definitely make her an interesting thought in all Galactic Republic teams going forward. So, really looking forward to that. Agreed. Um. So let's let's start off with something that I know you've wanted to talk about. You and, uh, you we'll start see. this, and I'll be right back to uh, rant. Okay, I, I figured that uh, that would be the case. So, gnawing terror on Mallet got an update uh, with the same update that gave us the retouches and reworks of the Galactic Republic Jedi, and that rework or that addition to his kit was in the form of his unique gnawing terror. And it added the words, Sith enemies can't gain turn meter, or bonus turn meter. Excludes raid bosses. So it does not work on uh, Treya and Nihilus and Treya, Nihilus, Scion in the uh, Heroic Sith raid. So this was an interesting turn of events. It was something that basically was added because of the fact that uh, Palpatine teams were having their way with uh, Darth Revan-led Malak teams, and I guess it wasn't performing to the standards of the what they believed Malak should be for the amount of work you put in to get him. Um, yeah, it's just... Uh, it was an interesting, interesting change. Did not affect me at this point, but I know there are a lot... Actually, it does. I uh, That's why I put my Gear 8 Malik into my team because there are a lot of Palpatines in the top of my arena. So I knew that it would, that would help me with them uh, despite the fact he was low gear. So it did change a little bit for me as far as my strategy went. But it seemed... I don't know. It just It was a weird... It was a weird way to push out a team that was a counter, I think. Now, I'll say this before we get into it. And you, I've had this weird stigma the last few weeks about really wanting to fight semantics, but I'm going to fight, fight semantics on this just to start off. This was not a nerf to Palpatine. This was a buff to Malak. Palpatine did not get nerfed because everywhere else, except against Darth Revan led teams with Malak in it, he's still the same guy he was. Did not get nerfed. The team got nerfed overall against a team with Malak in it. Malak just got buffed. So Palp your investment in Palpatine is still good. It's just not the thing that it was in Arena before this happened. And I totally understand being upset about that. I'm just th saying they didn't nerf Palpatine. I disagree. It was a Malak buff. They did. Yeah, they well, did. you always disagree, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> they did nerf it against Malak. And here's my argument. Um, what happened? But they didn't do anything to him. What What happens? <laughs> His kit didn't change, what, so they didn't touch him. Hear they me out. What happens 
if you if a character you have inflicts offense down on the enemy. You did not just buff your team. You nerfed or debuffed the opposing team. And that is what Malik does. He has a constant debuff on your team. He has nerfed the Emperor Palpatine lead when going against it. I don't think there's any so he, way to yeah. argue against it. I mean, it's... They're not as effective, I agree. They're not nerfed. They're, you go into any other game mode against any other team, and they're still the team they were. They did not get nerfed. It's Nothing changed mm, in their kits. They're not nerfed. Not, they're nerfed against Malik, which means he was buffed. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't agree. No. Okay, he, so you're arguing a nerf in a very specific way, because overall, they were not nerfed. They were nerfed in a very specific way. Then I'll give you that. But that team was not nerfed at all. They were only nerfed against Malik. Okay, yeah. Obviously, it doesn't nerf it in the whole game, but it nerfs it against Malik. And that's the part that I find, like, when they announced him, they announced that there was going to be a change coming to him. Um, that's the part that annoyed me so much is because it's not really like they made what Malik does better. They didn't do anything to make him at what he does better. They changed him to make what somebody else does completely ineffective and useless, um, to directly counter a team that helped create a diverse meta and a rock, paper, scissors type meta, which is what they've been talking about wanting to do because Emperor Palpatine lead allows for a Bastila Sean lead. It allows for Jedi Knight Anakin lead and it count, it helps counter to some degree Darth Revan lead, even with Malik. Um, so, I will. I mean, I will give you this. There was a change that needed to happen. I was running an Emperor Palpatine lead with Darth Nihilus, Darth Revan, Basla Shan, and Sith Trooper. And there's a guy in my arena that has ridiculous mods better than mine, had a gear 12 maxed Malak with Zetas. I would hit auto on his team and set my phone down, and I would win every single time. Um, that that's not the intent of bringing Malik into the game, clearly. So it's not a change to Malik that I have an issue with. It's what the change was that I that I am just seriously not a fan of, simply because of how much it killed Emperor Palpatine lead and killed the opportunity for a diverse meta. I think there are other solutions. My the solution that I thought of was the possibility of giving. Malik and Darth Revan, giving them some of the turn meter that the enemies are gaining or something like that, um, that I think would help balance things. But then again, I'm not testing it, so I don't know. But I would have liked to have just seen a different way of going about this because, I mean, I really hate just killing what they did. But uh, here's the here's what can make you hopeful, which is why it wasn't a nerf. Going forward in the future, Palpatine can still counter metas because he wasn't nerfed. If if Darth Revan isn't in the meta in the future, you might have to bring a Malak in 
to counter Ma- Palpatine if he becomes the meta again, because he can become the meta in the future again with his leadership unchanged. Now, to on your side of things, I do think you're right that there was a weird change just to be added in that sentence, but... Um, it also felt kind of lazy. I am glad that it was him that changed and not Palpatine. I I, well, I agree there. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know their plans. I don't know what like what the other options were or what was. But I know that there are definitely a lot of community options that could have been that's true asked and brought forth and that before this one was implemented. But obviously, it's not a good business uh, sense to go and ask the community every time there's an issue what we should do because obviously they got to do what's best for them. But this one, I feel like should have been given a little more time. I agree. To figure out the best way of going about it without completely taking out what made Palpatine work. Maybe something that made it much harder, but didn't completely negate it. I don't know. Or maybe cut the turn meter gain in half. I mean, there are a lot of Sith characters. I mean, Darth Nihilus, uh, Sith Assassin, Sith Marauder. There are a lot of characters that gain turn meter bonuses, and I think the really awesome thing about turn meter bonus gains is the fact that it really creates or it de-emphasizes speed on mods. And I mean, that's probably a money maker. I get it, but. They've talked about wanting to get away from speed being Is the end-all, be-all. And I kind of, I mean, having way other ways to gain turn meter and gain speed allows you to go with different mods to create... Um, you know what? What? Mods for money might be the biggest money maker this game has because by Maybe. getting mods for money is is the hardest thing I think that you could try to spend money on. Yeah. If you, like, okay, so our guest last week, Darth Microtransaction, put out a video this week. I don't know if you watched it. I watched it, and I told him before he did it because he asked about the idea of this video, and I weighed in on it. But he spent a vault on mods. I don't remember the exact number of decent mods that he got out of that vault, but it was not very high. So if you're going to spend money on mods, you're going to be spending a lot of money. So I don't know that mods specifically are a money thing. Uh, If you have the money, there are probably people out there spending it to get those mods, but mods themselves, mods themselves are something in the game that I feel like you have to have a strategy and you have to be smart about, and it doesn't matter as much the amount of money you have to put into the game. Because you can have better mods than anyone without money and that can make you a better player than some people that spend all the money on characters you know what i mean the other thing is that's why so many people are able to fight as free to play in the arena mods are very much tied to credits also and credits are kind of expensive to get with crystals which i kind of think you know, in a sense, actually kind of deters people from probably doing that, I would think. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. That's exactly why spending money on mods is a terrible idea, to, in my opinion, because yeah. there's two ways to do it. You can buy a whole bunch of 
refreshes and try to farm mods that way, which usually ends up with about on a 20 on a 20 roll on any type of mod, you're probably going to get 12 to 13 whites, two to three greens, you know, maybe a couple blues and then maybe one gold and one purple. You're not getting much out of it. Not anything really of value, I don't think. And then on top of that, if you want to buy them out of the shop, sure, the shop has a cheap refresh rate, but the credits you're going to need to buy them out of there and then level them, that's a lot of credits you're buying. And like you said, those credits are not cheap either. So, yes, that's true. I don't know. That's why. I, I don't know. All right. So let's go, go ahead on. and move on to. Um, the the whole fact of this Jedi Knight Anakin, he's really good against Malak. There have been videos everywhere. You, I'm sure you've seen them at this point. Um, his AOE is flat out nasty. I mean, there are people getting over 100,000 damage on his AOE, you know, per hit. Um, I mean, which, I mean, you can get Keep half a million coming. damage total. It. It's crazy. I love it too. I don't want to say it changed. I I don't at all. There's been a lot of speculation on what the nerf's going to be or if there is a nerf. There was a post that um that was put out earlier today and they kind of they discussed this whole deal. It was a really well put together post covered a lot of stuff and as much as I was I mean very, very much up in arms about earlier this week. I'm a little less up in arms. Well, about this post. I'm fine with the post. I think it was a great post. But um, they're going to be refunding gear on Sith Assassin due to the Malak thing. Just because they talked about the synergy that Sith Assassin would directly have with Darth Revan. And that is the biggest part of Sith Assassin is the turn meter percentage gain. And now that that's killed... They are going to be refunding gear since Darth Revan was announced. Um, but if you want that gear refunded, do not be putting any additional gear on her or else it could affect the way that they're figuring all this up and you may not be able to get that refunded. So keep that in mind. Very important. And the other thing is they're going to be analyzing data to determine nerf status. So essentially, I mean, most of the videos I've seen are Jedi Knight Anakin taking down 5 and 6 star gear 11 Maleks, not maxed out gear 12 Maleks, when people are using a maxed out gear 12 Jedi Knight Anakin. To me, I have no issue with there being that discrepancy. A more geared character that is supposed to be really good beating a less geared character that is supposed to have a better kit, I don't really see how that's an issue. Mod your characters, get them finished, and then talk to me about it. Because Gear 12 Maleks, I've had complete and total hell beating them, even with Jedi Knight Anakin. And I've got some really damn good mods, and I still cannot make him take out Malak. And so I, I, I don't think that this is... I, I don't think this is Malak breaking as people are really rushing out to make it seem like it is. Um, I, I, don't I just want us to wait a little bit. Wait a little bit longer than you we did with Palpatine. I 100% agree, to yes. To make a change here. And, and the, see what happens. Yes. Just let's move a little forward. And if it is something, just 
don't walk back the changes to Anakin to the point he's back to his old self. This he's, guy should be. I mean, it's 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 Vader. This is Vader before he yes. was Vader. He was one of the biggest characters in Star Wars. He's always been on the second front for Needs even Jedi good. teams. He deserves to be a good character. And right now, with this re- the retouch, he's a better character. And he needs to stay that better character. 100%. So I'm I hoping that uh, if they do make a change, it's not anything uh, crazy, but, but that they would take the time to look at the data and who's beating him or who he's beating and whether or not it's, it's maxed out or and you know, modded correctly characters other than these people, these Malik's people are just still trying to work on, you know, I, I just really hope that JK, a, yeah, spoiler alert, Anakin is Vader. Sorry if I ruined that for anyone, but, uh, nice. that is the truth. But yeah, I, I, I guess we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting to monitor, especially after the, Palpatine thing with the Sith enemies can't take get to bonus turn meter uh to nerf someone they just retouched two days ago at this point is just not going to go well um so I really hope that they look at this pretty hard and figure out what the best uh course of action is and uh what happens because I want to I'll throw this out there too arena's arena and yeah it sucks if if you're if you're a whale and malik's not performing the way you want but but whales also have anakin at gear 12 and just as much as they want malik to be good they probably want jedi and anakin to stay good as well because they're going to use him so let's just try to try to keep that under control and make sure we can keep anakin where he deserves to be that's all 100%. I want to see. And something else that I like about his kit, making it a yep. bonus turn, this kind of changes the way that you can mod him. You can mod him a lot more like Han and Grandmaster Yoda, in which you just go maximum offense. I think we're losing Make him complete and total wrecking balls. Him. He's going to come back. And uh, save we'll your speed mods soon. for other characters, which I really like. Maybe won't, maybe not. I think we may be having technical difficulties. Dan, are you still there? Hello? Can you hear me? He sounds like he's making great points. I wish we could hear him. Can you hear me now? All right. I think you're back. <laughs> Chicken Bottom completely agrees with everything you just said. Even though we just kept hearing. It's great. Oh, this is bad I think news we lost bears, him again. man. He probably didn't hear what I said. To be honest here. Um, I'm going to have to switch I'm going to try to get Wink back. I don't know if I can pull him out of the internet void, but I'm going to do it. So just give me two seconds, and uh, I will make this happen. Because he's he's gone. He's gone. We're going to have to bring in Wink 2.0 for the rest of the show. But that internet killed Wink just now. It probably wasn't important anyway. 
Probably not. I mean, come on. All right. That's that's wrong. All right, let's go. I'm, I'm calling him back. See if we can get him back. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Everyone out there in Twitch land can hear you again, too. I think. Yay! Very exciting. You need to speak. Okay, there he is. All right, he's back, everyone. Right, I- Wink 2.0 to finish the podcast. We got rid of the one I, I- never agree with. This one always agrees with everything I say. So. <laughs> oh, very funny. <laughs> very funny. Um, all right, oh, so do, do you have anything else to say about the uh, Jedi Knight Anakin situation? I am looking forward to Galactic Republic in the future, and I'm looking forward to possibly Separatists, hopefully, because that's the opposite side. Let's see what they get. Yeah. And then I also want to see the clones. I really want to see some clone stuff. So Ugh. I'm really looking forward to what's coming this summer. <laughs> Chicken Bottom knows what's up. That's what happens when you tread on Goodnight Punk. Nice. Whatever. Um, All right. So uh, let's go into this last thing. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. (laughs) All right. So. I want to talk about building some Jedi teams specifically for Grand Arena because these reworks, I think, really change the way you want to set up your teams. And do you have your game available at hand, Goodnight Punk? I do. It's right here from my face. All right. What are we looking at? So... I have, let's see, I have nine Jedi, oh, sorry, ten Jedi at gear 12. Uh, Jedi Knight Revan, Grandmaster Yoda, Hermit Yoda, Old Ben, Bastila Sean, Jolie Bindo, Ezra, Qui-Gon, Jedi Knight Anakin, and General Kenobi. I then have um, a couple, you know, at gear 10 and 11, but that's pretty much it um so i gotta figure out what to do with these characters regarding grand arena because so i have qui-gon zated so i have his leader i've got grandmaster before you move on before you move on i want to touch on your second point before we go into grand arena strategy and that is galactic republic synergy and mention this fact. Kit Fisto is level gear 2, level 53. I'm a Gun D is level 50, gear 2. Plo Koon is level 53, gear 1. Isla Securi, Secura is level 53, gear 1. Jedi Knight Guardian is level 53, gear 1. And the only Galactic Republic Jedi I even have geared up, only because I used him to get Yoda, is is a uh, Eth Koth. So that tells you where those Jedi are at. 
from the Galactic Republic, for me at least. And I don't know where yours are sitting. I know ILS Security probably has a little more gear for you than me. But as far as the rest of the group goes and Galactic Republic Synergy, if that becomes a thing and those will become key cogs of that, I am not ready at all. Yeah, that's... And I think there's a lot of people that are that way because there's never been any use for them. Zero. They've never been good. They've never really been anything. Um, so I could see them forcing our hand in a reason to gear them up possibly in the future. We will see. But um, so what is your, what are you thinking about doing in regards to your Jedi? Um do, do you have a plan yet? And if so, or, or I guess I, I should ask, have these reworks affected your plan? No, they have not affected my plan so much as I was working on First Order before Malik dropped and I got him. I plan to finish First Order because all I have if I'm going for the normal First Order team, which we've already said a couple episodes ago that First Order is about the third easiest synergy team to gear in total, that's who I'm going for because mine's just kind of okay. so-so. Even though I have a two Zeta crew, um, I'm still going after First Order Officer. That's guy I'm going to get to gear 11. And then I still have Kylo Ren at gear 8 and First Order Stormtrooper at gear 8. So that's that was my plan originally. Um, and that's what I'm sticking to. But I think once I finish that team, uh, then I'm going to move towards what we know, the types of things that are coming, we know are coming this summer. But I can't decide whether that's... I have all my clones at Gear 11, and then I have huge mountains to climb on all these Galactic Republic characters. So I think that I'm going clones after First Order and getting them all to Gear 12, and then going to Galactic Republic or Separatists, depending on if Separatists get anything and which of the two I think I like better as far as the team goes. And I might even look at the uh, the gearing matrix that we've talked about to see which of those two would be an easier team to gear at that point. But yeah. I don't have any real plans for Jedi right now, only because there are so many teams that I've neglected over the last eight months for things I didn't exactly want to gear that I want to get to the gear things I want to gear at this point. And right now that is the first order and then, uh, and then clones. So I don't know, but it sounds like you got an idea. So why don't you tell me what yours is? So I, I will first mention my, general grand arena strategy, which will be changing from this point going forward in which I will usually use a short Jedi Revan team in which it usually consists of Revan Grandmaster Yoda and Hermit Yoda. Sometimes Jolie. Uh, almost never General Kenobi because I always want to use less than five characters and I love Hermit Yoda on that team because he helps guarantee that I will absolutely finish with full health and protection about 80% of the time, which I like getting those extra points. So yeah. that is... And he what? adds extra turn meter, right? He adds uh, extra turn meter? 
Oh, yeah. yes. Basic yes. adds 5% turn meter. So yep. it makes your team and, faster, even faster on offense. And, so. you know, having four characters instead of three gives you the five additional speed as well. So, yes, there are definitely advantages mm-hmm. to to using them. Um, so if I can get away with Jedi Knight Revan, Grandmaster Yoda, and Hermit Yoda, those three I will do it. Generally, if it's against another Revan team, I'll have to use Jolie. So I think I will keep those four separated, but the big problem I have is Bastila Sean. I don't know what to do with her because she's typically my defensive leader in which I will use her, Ezra, Ayla, Old Ben. I love using Old Ben because he gets 15% turn meter bonus right off the top with the Bastila lead so he can go early. Um, And then I usually use Jedi Knight Anakin on that team, but... Given. Ah, nice show on there. Given the fact that she is not <laughs> a Galactic Republic leader, I kind of need to move away from her. And I have this Qui-Gon Jinn lead sitting there. So Qui-Gon Jinn, his lead gives 30 additional speed to all Jedi, which isn't too far off from what Jedi Knight Revan offers speed-wise. It gives foresight to everyone at the beginning. It gives additional offense equal to their speed. So I'm, you know, triple the amount. So I'm looking at an extra six to 900 offense per character there, which is incredibly beneficial. Um, so I think Qui-Gon might be a good starting point for a lead with Jedi Knight, Anakin, Ahsoka, and General Kenobi, because I... After this rework, I want to keep Anakin, Ahsoka, and General Kenobi together. I think that's a pretty good strategy. But I end up in a spot where I have those four characters, and I need a fifth. I just don't know who the fifth is. I think I want an Old Republic character. The problem is the only... The the next good ones I have are like Ayla... uh, Let's see, Ayla... Mace Windu, my waist, my my mace is kind of terrible. Ayla, I like a lot. She's a good character, but I don't know who that next character is. So my first thought actually was using fives because I do have him gear 12, but he has a few interesting things in which uh, one of them is the ability to call in an assist. So he would call in an assist along with calling in Ahsoka due to, um, you know, Ahsoka's Zeta ability. Um, is Barris Galactic Republic? She's gotta be. Uh, yes, I believe she is. Yes, buy that life size Velociraptor. I took it off the screen. The Velociraptor will no longer distract us. But I brought up on my screen uh, my (laughs) Jedi on my alt account because my my alt account has a lot of really high geared Jedi, and I've always struggled with that. This with that team that account because i just have so many and it's always been the jedi knight revan team on offense for me with grandmaster yoda bindo and hermit yoda and then oftentimes i'll throw in basil sean but that hurts a basil sean lead team most of the time i bring in a i have kenobi with bear sophie with the zeta that i would start that team 
See, I'd like the idea of a Kenobi lead with Barris, uh, Anakin, Ahsoka, and then a fifth. Though I don't know who the fifth would be. Maybe Isla because of her being Galactic Republic. I think that would be a really good team. Kenobi, Barris, uh, Anakin, Ahsoka, and Isla. I think that would be a good a good defense team. Mm-hmm. Once you get the Zetas on them, I don't have them yet, but that is definitely something I could do easily with uh, my alt account. The I always use Kaigon as a leader on offense against crappy set defense teams and territory wars and grand arena just because of that offense and the foresight. Yep. But I used to put Anakin with him because I needed a something for offense with him. But this using that team with the Kenobi kind of leaves nothing really left with Kaigon. Um besides Mace, Luminara, Consular, and then you start getting into the bottom pits on this account, which are exact same as is on my other account where you got I'm a gun D at nine, Plo Koon at nine, Eth Koth is gear eight, Jedi Guardian. So there's definitely a way to do it, but you got to figure out the best three teams. And I think there are probably three really good teams out there. I just don't know yeah. what they are. I do really like the idea you're talking about though, with uh with Revan, Yoda, Bindo, Hermit Yoda for offense, and then I like that uh, mm-hmm. Kenobi team for defense. So if we're leaving everything out, if we're going to that point and we're leaving things out and what we have left is Bachelor Sean, Ezra Bridger, Kaigon Jin, um, Old Ben Kenobi. So, I mean, you could go Bachelor Sean, Old Ben Kenobi, Ezra, Kaigon, and like Luminara for heals or Mace Windu. But I wouldn't go much further down the, yeah. into the dregs than that at this point. But that could be a decent team because hey, Kaigon, even if he's not in the leader spot, does decent damage along with his dispel and his uh assist. You got Ezra in there for offense. You've got old Ben doing his taunts and his amazing AoE. Not to mention Basil Sean's leadership is already making them harder to kill over time anyway. So um. yeah. It is Kai. Kai Ganjin. Kwai? Is it not? Okay. Kwai or Kai? Am I just... What, what, I keep reading oh. chat and I'm like, oh. I guess I went back to my old way of saying it. Then uh, <laughs> I said it right earlier, they said. I don't oh, know. That's so funny. Um, anyways. So, so. I like Kai Ganjin <laughs> myself, so I'm going to continue uh, to say it. Something I was thinking about Kawaii, Kawaii, Kawaii um, Ganjin. If you have Ahsoka so Tano cute. geared up, but you've not put a Zeta on her, a team comp that I love the idea of using is a Bastila Shan lead with Ahsoka, Jedi Knight, Anakin, and Gerald Kenobi because with Anakin and Ahsoka giving the protection up because of Bastila Shan's, uh, you know, super tenacity with protection up, that is that would be a really good way to help give everyone protection up and keep that tenacity while still keeping Grandmaster Yoda with Jedi Knight Revan if that is a situation you find yourself in. 
So uh, I'm still having yeah, fun with I, these I guys in chat about Kaigo um, and Jin. I I think uh, <laughs> I think for um, for three v three. I'm not I, I'm not sure where our next Grand Arena is, but as far as three v three goes, I keep trying to think of how I want to mix that up because. I think I want to keep those three together, but I don't know if I want to go with Kenobi or Anakin lead because, uh, oh God, let's see. Anakin gives the 30% offense and 20% additional critical damage to Jedi. So that will be awfully nice, but uh, Kenobi does have some pretty nice benefits like the 30% max health, 70% defense, um, that you would get to take advantage of those. Uh, so, huh. man, I don't know. I think I would be tempted to go with a Jedi Knight Anakin lead just to get the extra damage. Um, as much as I, you know, as much as I like Kenobi, I do think Jedi Knight Anakin is, uh, probably gonna be the route that i go uh but it will be you know a little bit more burst damage a little bit less survivable but i think it'll actually be pretty good um apparently the next grand arena is 3v3 so yeah i think i'm gonna go with jedi knight anakin i'll report back next week on um on how it does uh yeah so I i'm pretty excited to see what you know the future of the jedi order is in uh swaga but I don't think we have much left to talk about with this, and uh, I think it's getting pretty close to a trivia time. Good night, punk. Oh wait, no. Uh, no, I forgot. I f I forgot we have this still. Since everyone loves a good poll. Let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. All right. So, uh, we're going to run through the poll pretty, uh, we're not going to spend too much time on it, but there is some interesting information in here for sure. So, all right, let's go ahead and start digging in. We had 132 responses this week in the poll and the first question is pretty simple did you unlock malik and out of these 132 responses i think you can get a pretty good idea of the type of people that for the most part do these polls um 51 and a half percent did not unlock him but 48 and a half percent did uh i mean it's damn near half and half that unlocked darth malik that is um that is pretty interesting i did not expect that Um. Yeah, it's it's pretty even, and you know what? To be honest, if you look at the numbers on Zetas on Swaga, it's not surprising at this point. I don't think a ton of people got Malik. Uh, so seeing this evenly split, I'm actually more surprised on the amount that got it that didn't. So interesting that we got a yep pretty close to and even. And then split the next question is, without getting into too much detail, how you uh, how much do you think you spent to unlock Malik? Uh, we're not going to go over all the responses because we're already going kind of long and, you know, uh, 
reading these isn't always the most exciting thing, but yeah. by a pretty good margin, 30% was basically people that were supremely careful, spend as little as possible, which I'm assuming this basically includes people that got them for free. That was 30%. Whenever I say free, I mean people that had saved up or whatever. Uh, I've heard of a lot of free-to-play characters that got him because they were kind of expecting it. So 30% were in that in that spot. And then... Um, and I think that I fall into that category a little bit more than the red one, which is the uh, fourth fourth highest one on our poll here. But this is the one who spent as little as possible. I didn't spend a ton to get him. I feel like the bulk of what I spent to get him was depleting my yeah. Zetas more so than gear. Um, I went down to zero Zetas, and that was the first time I'd done that in a very long time. Now, the good news is those two Zetas are really good, so I wasn't opposed to using them because now I can use the Karth, the Karth, uh, the team I want to use, Karth, Mission, uh, Zalbar, Candor's Ordo, and Gamorrean Guard for fives, and then, well, I guess it doesn't lead use uh, Mission and Zalbar, but the Karth and the Ordo and... Gamorian Guard for threes. So I did spend on them. It's stuff that I probably wouldn't have spent on purpose, but it is stuff that is useful. So I spent a lot of resources in that aspect, but they are not wasted, I don't feel like, because I've always wanted the Karth team. I've talked about it on this podcast. Uh, So now I have that Karth team, all gear 11 or better, with multiple Zetas, including Karths and Mission and Zalbar. So despite spending those resources, I think it was a good investment as far as having that team now and also getting Malik. So I don't know. It was an interesting breakdown here, but the second highest one was actually kind of surprising. Well, I guess it wasn't totally surprising. It was the, I have one, I only have one Revan, but I hope that I'm close to getting a chance at the event after Revan. The Revan I am missing comes back around. So. For everyone without Darth Revan, I'm guessing by the time Darth Revan comes back around and then Darth Malak comes back around, most people will be able to, be able to take step one to get Darth Revan and then one step further and grab yep. Darth Malak. So, so a lot of those Darth people that... I assume this question means most people had Jedi Knight Revan and not Darth Malak, or not Darth Revan, instead of the other way around. I don't think there were probably a lot of people that got Darth Revan but didn't have... Jedi Knight Revan. Probably true. So I'm assuming a lot of people will have Malak next time around because of the the fact they'll probably hit sequentially Malak then, or sorry, Revan then Malak. So, so the next question uh, was, has Darth Malak met your expectation of power level? Uh, 42% said he was pretty much as expected. And, you know, let's see, there was... Uh, basically 40% said that he was better than expected or far exceeds expectations. So people are pretty happy with him in general. There was a few that were a little bit disappointed, but for the most part, people are pretty happy with him. Um, I mean, it's a good character. Here's what I don't like about him, and I'll say it again from last week. I'm depleting my guild event currency for a character that I should have unlocked at seven star. That's the only thing that bugged. 
I'm going to have no Guild of End currency after I get him to seven stars. When I should, for how hard that event was, to only get him at five stars was pretty, yep. that kind of sucked. Uh, this next question is the one I was m- most curious about. Uh, Darth Malik Zari had some additional work to his kit. Do you think this was needed? And 46% said no. Specifically, cutting out a team from the meta is against the stated goal of rock, paper, scissors, which is entirely my argument. I was super happy to see that this many people were on my side of this. So so here's where this answer, I think, is misleading. Darth Malik has already had some additional work to his kit. Do you think this was needed? This answer is mostly predicated by the fact that people didn't like what was added to Malik, not whether or not he needed. I think he needed something. I don't think that people liked what he was given. So I think that he would have, he deserved, he needed something added to him. I don't think that what was added is what was needed or what people think he needed or what was what was wanted. You know what I mean? This question doesn't really answer the question. I I think there's a wide enough variety of responses. If that second part, if if that second part wasn't on there, I don't think that this would be the... If this question was out of there, I mean, if the second... I don't know how to phrase this. I think just because this is complaining about Palpatine, this is the, uh, the obvious answer for everyone. But I don't think it answers the question of whether he. Well, that wasn't the question, though. I don't know necessarily. It was Darth Malak has already had some additional work to his kit. Do you think this was needed? Do you think he needed work to his kit? That was the yeah, question. but I, I, yes, I, I, th- <laughs> that, I don't think that's the. In- uh, Either way, I'm well, not surprised by no, the answer. But that's all I'm saying. I just yeah, don't think I, it answered the question. Because if you look at the second answer, which is 24%, yes, I think the kit was designed to have an answer to past few meta teams. But here's the thing with that answer. It did have the answer to the past few meta teams. It did not have an answer for Palpatine, which was not in the past two metas. So that answer, yeah, yeah I don't know. This it's just all muddled. Uh, anyway, it's not a, uh, we'll move on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of General Kenobi's so. new Zeta? Um, it's it's kind of diverse. A lot of answers right there between this one ten scale. A lot of answers right there between five and eight for the most part. Only a few nines and tens. A couple ones and twos. A few more threes and fours, but. But this is where we said, I don't think we've seen its full potential. So I can see it being right in the middle because I don't just know because there's not enough to build a good Galactic Republic team yet. Right. And the only way to get protection up on other Galactic Republic allies at this moment is with Anakin, not with Ahsoka, just one character. So. There's got to be some no, kind of protection of uh, something built into Ahsoka other gives reworks or retools so does Grandmaster Yoda. that we'll see. I thought he gave it to himself mm-hmm. or herself. 20%. She gives it to everyone? 
Okay, so there's two now, and you've seen two of the three reworks with protection up. I think that we're going to see more to it. I think that this makes sense. This is right in the middle to me because I don't think we've seen yeah, the end I, of it. Uh, That's all I'm saying. I agree. We definitely have not seen the end of it. But uh, the answers were basically... <laughs> that sounded like you were having a hard time saying that. I know I know it's hard sometimes for you to agree with. But I agree with I you on like what? I feel like this one you definitely... The Kenobi Zeta. Oh yeah. Attention. Well, that's my opinion too. So of course I agree. Um. <laughs> geez. Um. I make a joke. So the answers on the what do you think of Ahsoka's rework? Um, scale of one to ten. Almost all the responses were seven through ten. Um, I mean, pretty heavily weighted towards eight and nine, which I, I mean I think it's valid. He, she, it's a great re- rework. Uh, very well done. Very happy. No complaints. Um, Je- now, this one. What do you think of Jedi Knight Anakin's rework? On a scale of 1 to 10, there were a couple lower ones. There was a couple 5s, a couple 6s. I assume trolls. But as you go 7, it increases. Then 8 increases from that. 9 increases from that. And 10 even increases from that. I mean, 10 was, 9 and 10 were by far the, uh, you know, the two biggest uh, responses here. Not not surprising at all. Semi-surprising is the fact that 10 was higher than 9. Usually 10 is a little lower than 9 when yes. it tips up that high. But this Very one literally shocking. had 10 as the highest score. So or that's the only surprising thing here. 10 is the high on this one. So, yeah, exactly. It, it's people like it. I like it. I hope it's not it's not uh if it if something has changed it, I hope it doesn't damage it too much. Um but yeah. Very good stuff. Very very good stuff. Um All right. Uh would you believe the road ahead was only 10 days ago? There's been like so much information since then. Um, it just doesn't, doesn't seem, seem like it. Um, busy news cycle, man. Busy news cycle. <laughs> Not all of them that's, have been super exciting. That's posts, true. But they have so, been posting. But the communication is there, whether or not we like it or not. At least we're hearing things, and that is always a uh, a good sign. Yep, I agree. So. Um, all right, final question. Star Wars Celebration, what was the most exciting announcement that came out? And this was the landslide. This one wasn't even freaking close. Eps- episode 9 announcements and trailer. Dude, I honestly... Honestly, last week I would have put this only because the other the the one I'm going to pick wasn't out yet. And my pick is actually yeah. the Mandalorian. Because the trailer was put out at Star Wars Celebration, and it wasn't even a trailer, it was actually a very long scene from the Mandalorian TV show, and they only showed it at Celebration and on the Star Wars YouTube, it was blacked out and gone. So the only way to see it was to be at Celebration, but there were uploads of it on YouTube that I don't know if they're still there or not, 
but I managed to see one of them and watch one of the extended scenes from The Mandalorian. And holy cow, man, that show looks amazing. Like, as, as awesome and as hyped as I was for that trailer for Episode 9, I am so excited for The Mandalorian, I can't even express it. Nope. That, that, that extended scene they showed looked amazing. Not only the fact that you finally saw Gus... I don't know if you were a Breaking Bad fan, but... In the middle Gus, of watching Gustavo it, Gustavo Fring, uh, mm-hmm. the actor that played him. Well, Gustavo Fring, his actor's in The Mandalorian. They showed him. That was awesome. Uh, they showed, obviously, The Mandalorian. with Never took his mask off, but that was cool. And then, like, man, they just showed a lot of stuff. Like, they showed that scene, and then they showed a trailer, and... It, it's it, I totally agree that, that show for sure, and that's why we will it's definitely be, awesome. be doing a podcast covering that, just like yeah about it for sure. And we might have to pull in our uh, Cantina Vizsla friends, like we've been talking about, because I think the four of us talking about that show, um, yeah, will be super and fun. For those of you interested, we're about to talk about some Game of Thrones. Very exciting, but first. But first, mm, yes, we are. We have to do <clears throat> this. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the outer rim. It's time for the shattered order trivia. May the force be with you. All right. All right, everyone. For a second week in a row for trivia, we're going to have Wink's awesome girlfriend on the harp playing some Game of Thrones to set the mood. But this week's trivia is about leadership abilities. Now, I had a lot of fun with the basic one. The one he that Tesh did on basics. I'm really looking forward to uh I'm really looking forward to seeing what I know about Indeed. Um so. and first we'll we want to give happens. a big shout shout out to uh Forsu Arrow, who was top of the list last week <laughs> on on uh the trivia. Uh so well done and congratulations. You win nothing other than our praise, so well done. You get a exactly. shout out on the podcast. Forsu Arrow, congratulations. You were the top dog last Very week. Very cool. So, here we go. Um. All right. So, for trivia this week, if you are playing along on quizzes on the app on your phone or putting it into the website on your computer, here's your code. It is 49667. One again. That is four nine six six seven one. That into your app. Put it into your website. Hit enter game and come play. Sweet with us. Are you ready to do this? I'm ready. The minute I hit enter game, I know it's going to start the first question. I'm ready. Once you're ready, I will start us off. All right, let's do this. (laughs) 
All right, three, two, one, let's do this first question on leadership abilities. Today is about leadership abilities. Across all characters, which type of ability has the most with a Zedia as their highest level? Leaderships, uniques, specials, or basics? Hmm. Again, the question was, across all things, is it leaderships, uniques, specials, or basics Ooh, that have the tough. most I don't savings? know what to pick. Um, it's only down to two for me on that. I th It's down to two, but I could see it being a third one. I don't know. Um, all right, I got my answer. I, I know one it's not. I know one it's not as well, yes. Basic abilities. <laughs> All right. What did you select? So, there's that. I selected uniques because I just didn't I thought feel the like same there were thing. enough leadership Same abilities. logic. Seems like... All right. Well, there you go. I know there's plenty of specials that have them as well, but I didn't feel like it was anywhere yep. near leadership or uniques. So I agree. Ruled that one out very quickly. All right, question two. Name the character with this leadership. Quote, unquote, certain allies gain 100% potency and gain advantage for two turns when they inflict a debuff. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, the possible options are Jedi Knight Anakin, Cadbane, Sam Wessel, <laughs> and Darth Sidious. Yeah, I can roll one out as well pretty easily. Um, hmm. It's down to two for I've me, got, and I can't decide which of the I have two, got so my I'm answer. click on one and And see again, it is uh, uh, allies oh. that gain 100% potency and gain advantage for two turns when they inflict a debuff, and the correct answer is... Cad Bane, which I selected. I did. Did you? See, I said it was down to two and it was Zam or Cad. I, you like Zam's data. Zam, I'm really so surprised that I'm you thought it. it was Zam. You've talked about how much you like that one. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what happened there. I thought the potency was needed. I think for she the does thermals, have a thermal aspect. So... But the advantage is kind of pointless key. for those teams. Um, yeah, that's very true. All right, so third question is oh. finish this leader ability. Empire allies gain plus 30% offense. Imperial trooper allies gain 20 speed. Uh, possible options are, and this is finishing that, and 15% critical chance. And 10% turn meter when they gain a buff. And 50% turn meter whenever an enemy is defeated. And a 50% chance to call another buff Imperial Trooper ally to assist when they use an ability. I... I, ha I have my answer. I'm really hoping it's correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have an answer yet, so I'm, I'm thinking on air. 
I'm gonna go um, with. And again, the bus. question is: Empire finish this leader ability. Empire allies gain plus thirty percent offense. Imperial trooper allies gain twenty speed. And the correct answer is the ten percent turn meter when they gain a buff. I guess the correct answer. What did you guess? Because I knew that that was uh, General Beers. All right. Okay. Well, I figured he's the only leader ability yes. that goes with troopers, so. Figured it was Veers. I would have got that right for sure. I just well, wasn't I, totally sure. About I remember the, the mechanic because of Stark kind of being the keystone for making that team go with his buffs. Ah, that makes sense. All right. Whose leader ability does not grant crit chance to all allies? The answers are RJT, Kira, Parthenasi, and IG. Any allies. Again, question is, whose leader ability does not grant crit chance to any allies? RJT, Kira, Parth, or IG-88? Um, I have my answer. Mine's gonna be a guess. I don't know how. I can't. Don't think I can rule out any of these people. I'm down to two. All right, so I'm guessing. I have my guess. Okay. I'm gonna read the question and the answers again. Whose leader ability does not grant crit chance to any allies? RJT, Kira, Carthanasi, or IG88. And you select. I, I got, got it. it wrong. I selected um, IG88. I got it correct. I selected Carthanasi. I knew RJT and I knew R or IG88 did. Um, uh, and I knew Kira gave crit chance. I wasn't sure if it was her unique or leader. I was thinking leader, though, so I ended up getting it right. All right, I'm two for four. Not looking great. All right, which leadership ability was given a Zeta after the very first wave of Zetas? Darth Vader, Grandmaster Yoda, Asaz Ventress, or Finn? I have my answer immediately, but I'll ask it, say it again. Which leadership ability was given to Zeta after the very first wave of Zetas? Darth Vader, Grandmaster Yoda, Asajj Ventress, or Finn? That... I agree with you. Seem... Uh, the correct answer was Finn. I selected Grandmaster Yoda because I... That was when his rework came, I am pretty sure, which was just last year. I'm almost a hundred percent positive that Finn was, was right before Bastila. Yeah, I know his Finn's leader ability, the one that was good, came well before Grandmaster Yoda. So I I think there may have been an issue on that one. We'll have to check with Tesh. I don't remember Finn getting a random Zeta anytime yeah. besides when Zeta came out. Like, that's why it wasn't even a... I thought yeah. it was there forever. I don't like this. Yeah, I, I, don't I think like we may have... We'll, we'll see if that right. can be adjusted. I'm, I'm not sure if that can be adjusted and reflected in the scores, but... A chink in Indeed. the quiz armor right there. Um, yeah. All right, next question. Question six. Time for crappy leaders. Whose is this? Faction allies gain 20% offense and 9% crit chance, and they recover 5% of their max health when they score a critical hit. Answers are Talia, Dathcha, Mace Windu, or Aurora Roar. 
I have my answer, but I don't feel good about it. I have mine too. I'll read them again and then I'll click it. Time for crappy leaders. Whose is this? Faction now has gained 20% offense and 9% crit chance, and they recover 5% of their max health when scoring a crit hit. Ah! Oh, I was wrong. I picked, I picked Talia. Um, the correct answer was Mace Windu. That was one of the last ones I would have picked. Yeah, I thought hers was better than that, but I guess not. All right. <laughs> I love this the way this is wording. What about this steaming pile? Question mark. Faction allies gain 75% defense and 30% tenacity. Other allies gain half. Wow. Ayla Secura, Fives, Gar Saxon, or Savage Opreth? I'm down to two because I, I know an two of these and I've eliminated those. Uh, the last two, I don't freaking know. Um, all right, I have my answer. I have this belief that one of these people does not even have a leadership ability, and now I'm questioning myself. So I'm going to click on my answer. Clicking mine as well. And I was correct. Shit. I selected fives. Um... <laughs> fives does not have a leadership ability as far as I know. That's why I ruled it. I, I wasn't sure if he did or not. I just didn't think that... <laughs> I don't know. That being Savage's makes no sense, but whatever. Holy crap. Fives does have a leadership ability. Clone allies gain 65 defense and other allies gain half that amount. Okay. So you were on the right track. It was similar, but it was not oh, that one. Damn. Oh, well. All right. Tells you how much I use that steaming pile of crap. <laughs> I was quoting no kidding. Tesh there. All right, and here we go. And this heap of garbage, question mark? Faction allies gain 30% offense and 15% potency. You've got Farm Boy Luke, Heath Koth, Chief Nebit, and Poe Dameron. I do know this one. I know who it's not, only because I know what this other steaming pile of garbage <laughs> has as his leadership ability, so... Nice. Um, again, the uh, question is faction allies gain 30% offense and 15% potency. And I eliminated one of my two other answers because you said you knew it, and I know you would not know the person I wanted. Ah, to damn. So I have so my answer. I'm assuming Nebit is what you're talking about there. Yeah. Yes. Damn. All right. What is your answer? Totally clicked it. Poe Dameron. Yeah. I thought it was Eeth Koth until I realized you would not know Eeth Koth's leadership. Ah, uh, yeah. So, there's that. That's true. <laughs> I am familiar with Poe's because I use it now instead of Finn. <laughs> there you go. Last one. Speaking of Eeth Koth, finish Eeth Koth's leader ability. Jedi allies gain 60 defense. And 20% tenacity and 10% crit avoidance, and other allies gain half this amount, or period. Ugh. I have my answer. Now, are we putting the period in place of the ellipsis, or are we putting <laughs> or 
periods at the end of the story. I think the ellipsis is more of a blank <laughs> spot, but yeah. Um, all right. Do you, oh, okay. I got you. What are you going with? I don't honestly know. I, I, man, I'm thrown off by the period. I'll tell you that much. All right. I got an answer. And I'm gonna go with it. What are you going with? Have you clicked? Have you clicked I yours have. yet? I clicked the period. <laughs> Lucky. I thought about it. I knew I should have. Damn it! How many points did you end up with? I got five out of. Yep, me. that's what I got too. Dang it! I should have beat you this week. Oh, very disappointing. Well, very, very disappointing. that you did not beat me at. I, now, I didn't beat you. But I didn't lose to you, so that I feel better about that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's... I, I like the quizzes so far. This works pretty well. You can well. pronounce ellipsis, but not kaigonji. <laughs> Can't touch. You can pronounce <laughs> ellipsis, but not kaigonji. <laughs> Nice. I nice. pronounce Kai Ganjin completely fine. Um, all right. Well, uh, if you guys hung out with us this long, uh, we appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out. And um, if you're new, make sure you hit the subscribe button if you'd like to support the show. Uh, multiple places to do so. You can sub on Twitch or Patreon.com. Make sure you join our Discord, discord.me slash shattered order. Anything else that we need to mention? Good night, punk. Big important thing for you all to know from the last like four or five, seven, eight, I don't even know how many weeks this has been a problem, but discord.me slash shattered order now correctly works. I didn't realize they updated that website and I needed to go fix our link. I went in there this week and I fixed our link. It has all the description of our server, nice. it has a new link in there. Uh, the discord.me bot now can create its own invites. So if you go to discord.me slash shattered order forever from now until eternity, it will give you a link to our discord where you can join. So it is not broken anymore. Tell your friends, invite everyone you can come hang out in our discord. It's a lot of fun, but the link now works. So go hang out with us there. Cool. All right. So, from there, I don't want to say thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us. And uh, we appreciate you being here for episode 145. We are fastly approaching episode 150, which is a pretty big deal. Uh, so look for us uh, thinking of ideas for that episode to make it more awesome than uh, we've had yet. But we'll see what happens. We're at 145, five episodes away. Five weeks from now, we'll be having that 150th celebration. But... For now, at the end of this episode, I just want to say thank you everyone for hanging out in the Twitch chat, and thank you for everyone that listens to the podcast wherever you can find your podcast. We appreciate every single one of you. Keep playing, keep having fun, and we will see you on the flip side. Later!